Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, did you say that? Yeah. I don't listen to you. <laughs> That's why I listen to the episode later. Oh, right. To be like, I wonder what Bucket said. Bucket, Bucket said Snake, Snake said for that hour and a half that we were sitting <laughs> in the garage. So, Hot Toads and I went to a secret comedy show the other night. Yeah. And have you heard of this? No. It's really cool. They like, you sign up for their mailing list. It's this whole like company. Mm-hmm. You sign up for the mailing list and they do nationwide shows. And if they're having a show in your area, you get an email, like, the week of. And they're like, do you want to buy tickets? We're not telling you where it is or who it is. Oh. And so you buy tickets. And then the morning of, they tell you where it is. Oh. And you still don't know who's going to be there. Yeah. And it was really fun. It was at um, North Lime Donuts. Okay. Which was cute. And yeah. there were, like, five or six comedians. So it wasn't just, like, one person. Yeah. So if you didn't think someone was funny, someone else was coming on soon. Yeah. <laughs> it was really good. It was pretty funny. There was somebody there that did a set that I was like, I know that guy. He's a musician. I didn't know he also was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this guy just does everything. Hell yeah. But it made me think again about my lifelong dream to underachieve and do stand-up comedy. I think you should. <laughs> and while I was there, I thought of a funny joke. Which I think our audience will appreciate, so okay. I'll share it. Please. I was just thinking about catcalling and how annoying it is and how I've never been able to figure out a way to get it to stop. Yeah. Until now, I have a new idea. So before I had been like, okay, I am not interested or I have, I would say I have a boyfriend because for some reason men respect if you're someone else's property. Sure, yeah. Sometimes absolutely. it still doesn't always work. Mm-hmm. Um. I would say, oh, I'm gay. And, you know, then somebody will be like, well, you just haven't had the right. You know, but I thought of something that I think will work. Okay. I'll just say, I have a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And then they'll stop talking to me. I think it should work. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, do you want to hear about my podcast? Oh, hello. Are you interested in hearing about my podcast? Oh, okay. But here's what you should do. You should be like, oh my God. Yeah. Let me put my number in your phone. And then you subscribe. <laughs> subscribe them to Replay Rewind. Five star review. Subscribe. Yeah. Yes. Yep. That's <laughs> Sign them up do. for our Patreon. Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. Here. Hang on. Let me. <laughs> that's, yeah. Yeah. So that's how we're going to get all of our new listeners. Yes. Uh, that means I have to go out. I can't remember the last time somebody hit on me. <laughs> I know. I mean, I've had weird people approach me. Sure, yeah, to for sure. say weird, you know. But like, I mean, I don't go out anymore, so it hasn't no, happened in a while. I don't either. Thankfully. And if I do, it's you know with my boyfriend. And I had I was with an ex who is a six foot four male. Yeah. 
and a guy tried to hit on me at a gas station. Mm. I was like, damn, you just gonna let this happen? Yeah. <laughs> Hello? He was just standing there like, oh. You should have pointed at him and been like, he's the gay one. You should hit on him. <laughs> or he's the one who's into dudes or something yeah. like that. And they're like, oh, no, you should. Not me. If only. <laughs> should have thought of it. Yep. Useless. Well, anyway, speaking of signing people up for our podcast. Yeah. This is Replay Rewind. Yeah. It's a podcast. Yeah, and you guys are already signed up because you're cool. Yeah, you listening. <laughs> or maybe this is your first episode because you hit on Bucket Snake at a bar. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. You don't even know what you just signed up for. Fell right into the trap. Now it's a podcast. It's about movies mostly. So what we do every month, we pick a movie that came out, a kid's movie that came out in the year 2000 or before. And then in the weeks leading up to that movie, we talk about what was going on in the world, either in like world history or in a pop culture sort of thing. Or then we pick a theme to go with our episode and we talk about that. Yeah. Like last month. We did Batman, yeah. and our theme was clowns. We learned so much about clowns, and we hope that you, too, learned a lot about clowns. I think we both changed our mind about clowns. Yep, I think so. I think we both like them now. I I'm, I'm, was oh. moved more towards Being liking them. Clown. Yeah. yeah. So this is the history episode, and we are talking about what was going on in the world in March 1995. I was not yet seven. Because why? Because we're talking about Tall Tales. Yeah. I'm very excited. Me too. Well, we'll get to that later. Yes. Now we have to talk about the history. We have to talk about March 1995. Yes. And the not fun things, usually, <laughs> that yes. were going on yeah. at the time. But some some fun things. Yeah. I was seven, but you weren't seven. I yet. was not yet seven. Yeah. yeah. So the world population was 5.727 billion people. Yikes. Which is just... <sighs> We've gained so many since. So many. Like, my mom is like, you know, was born in the late 50s. And she's like, I remember when we hit 5 billion people and it was a big deal. And then, like, in such a short amount of time, we have, like... Almost doubled. Almost, yeah. Yeah. It's just insane. We're a virus. <sighs> Sometimes. <laughs> um, Bill Clinton was president, of course. Al Gore was the vice president. The average new house was $113,000. Average... Maybe median income. Yeah. $35,900. Rent was $550 on average. Yeah, that seems... I don't know. I don't know how they average the rent. Yeah. You know, like, is it a one-bedroom, one-bathroom? Yeah. Two-bedroom, 12-bathroom? You know? (laughs) (laughs) The dream. Yeah. (laughs) There should be... It should be, like, litter boxes, where it's, like, how many people live in this house? Plus one. Plus one bathrooms. At least toilets. Yeah, absolutely. A toilet in every room when I'm president. (laughs) (laughs) A toilet for every hole. (laughs) That's my campaign slogan. That's what you're running on, yeah. Everybody's (laughs) like, oh my god. You got my vote. How do you feel about the issues? I don't care. I'll read about it from the toilet. Absolutely. Gas was $1.09 per gallon. A stamp was 32 cents. A new car would cost you about $15,000. Bread was $1.00. $1.15 a loaf and eggs for 87 cents. I assume per dozen and not each. Fresh grocery eggs. Fresh grocery eggs from the (laughs) grocer himself. (laughs) Mr. Grocer. Yep. Yeah. So we've got some fun little facts and little stories about cool things that happened in March of 1995. So I hope you're taking notes because I don't know how else you're going to impress your girlfriend's parents. 
Yeah. Unless you have these things to talk about. Because they sure as hell remember 1995 better than you do. And you need some shit to talk about. Yep. So, on March 11th, Yolanda Chen hop, skip, jumps the world indoor record of 15.03 meters. So, I clicked on this because... I thought that this was like a Guinness Book of World Records record. Yeah, as did I. Because a hop, skip, and a jump sounds fake. It doesn't sound like a real measure. No. But it's an Olympic fucking sport, and it has been from the beginning. <laughs> what? I know. It sounds, like a, it sounds like a playground game. Yeah, it does. So, it's also called the triple jump, but usually called the hop, step, and jump, or the hop, skip, and jump, track and field event similar to long jump. As a group, the two events are referred to as the horizontal jumps. Okay. Uh, rather than the vertical jumps, which I guess is like pole vaulting. Oh. <laughs> so the competitor runs down the track and performs a hop, a bound, and then a jump. The triple jump was inspired by the ancient Olympic Games and has been a modern Olympics event since the Games' inception in 1896. Oh my god. Historic sources on the ancient Olympic Games occasionally mention jumps of 15 meters or more. This led sports historians to conclude that these must have been a series of jumps, thus providing the basis for the triple jump. However, there is no evidence for the triple jump being included in the ancient Olympic Games, and the recorded extraordinary distances may be due to the artistic license of the authors of victory poems. Oh my god. Rather than attempts to report accurate results. So, even though they were like, oh yes, this ancient competition, let's include it in our modern games. It's yeah. like, it probably didn't even exist. Yeah. It's just people bragging. They're just like, well, that guy jumped 15 meters. Like, well, that's impossible. He so also what lived if he 200 years old. Jump, jump, jumped. He, that's possible. He must have done the Mario triple jump. <laughs> <laughs> According to World Athletics Rules, the hop shall be made so that an athlete lands first on the same foot as that from which he has taken off. In the step, he shall land on the other foot, from which subsequently the jump is performed. And then you spin around, you get your jellyfishing net, <laughs> you land on your right foot. Don't forget it! <laughs> what? And it's supposed to be executed in one continuous sequence. Yeah. The athlete has to maintain a good speed through each phase. I don't know what the definition of a good speed is. I don't know if that's just general advice. This just sounds like the goofiest sport yeah it sounds like too and it makes it even wilder that it's supposedly been around for so long i mean it has been around yeah. like, since the beginning but there was like it sounds like the sport that you would go to if you're like well i can't run i'm <laughs> not good at skating yeah i can't and you're just like what the hop skip and jump is there <laughs> yeah I'll just bounce around for a bit and see what happens i'm good at hopping yeah i was really good at hopscotch as a child so, so. maybe this will do yeah yeah, did you see the video of that woman that does um, shot put doing the 100 mile or 100 meter hurdle race? No. So I didn't quite understand the reason for it, but it was some sort of Olympic challenge qualifying something. Uh -huh. And her team was going to be disqualified if nobody ran oh. in that. And I guess their person was injured. So she was like, I'll do it. Because you didn't have to do well. She just needed... You just had to be in it. Had to fill in. Oh. Yeah. And the video is so cute because everybody else is like, that's what they've trained for. Yeah. They were just like, zoop. Yeah. And she's a shot putter. Right. So she's like <laughs> big and burly, yeah, you know. Like and she just like tree. runs up to them and just like... <laughs> over each one. And she's like laughing the whole time. It's really cute. That's adorable. I don't know. 
Just back there doing her own thing. All right. And next, we're going to talk about how finally on March 16th, 1995, the Mississippi House of Representatives abolishes slavery and ratifies the 13th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution. In 1995. Well, you know, these things take time. (laughs) So the 13th Amendment, which abolishes slavery, was passed January 31st, 1865. And then it headed, like, to the states for final approval. You have to have, like, two-thirds, whatever. Okay. So Georgia was the last one to push it over, oh, three-fourths, to push it over to three-fourths. Uh-huh. Which had given the go-ahead for the new constitutional amendment formally ending slavery. Nonetheless, some states dragged their heels on official ratification, such as Delaware, who waited till 1901, and Kentucky, uh, who waited till 1976. Jesus. For nearly two decades, Mississippi was the final state not to agree with the amendment, which it had originally rejected on December 4th, 1865. In 1995, the legislature finally voted to ratify the 13th Amendment, but then the paperwork that officials needed to send to the National Archives apparently slipped through the cracks. Mm. It gets better. In November 2012, a man named Ron John Batra, an associate professor of neurobiology and anatomical sciences at the University of Mississippi Medical Center, and a native in- of India recently naturalized as a U.S. citizen, saw the movie Lincoln. Okay. Starring Daniel Day-Lewis, uh-huh. as we all know, and wondered what happened after Congress passed the 13th Amendment. He noticed an asterisk below the amendment on usconstitution.net, a website we all have visited. Oh, yeah. Bookmarked. <laughs> absolutely every morning i wake up and just peruse u.s constitution make sure we've all got the everything still ratified yeah yeah, yeah yeah you never know i mean you really don't you really don't it turns out <laughs> it is a constitution interest site with the following note mississippi ratified the amendment in 1995 but because the state never officially notified the u.s archivist the ratification is not official so he then told a co-worker about the oversight the co-worker notified state officials after also seeing Lincoln. <laughs> I don't know why he needed to see that first. He's like, ah, uh, I don't know. Let me check your sources. You sure? Let me ask Mr. Day-Lewis. <laughs> so then he notified the Mississippi Secretary of State's office and they fixed it immediately. So it was actually officially ratified on February 7th. 2013 that is embarrassing yeah Yeah. it's embarrassing it's also i mean it's embarrassing to have your state be like no we are not doing it yeah ratify mississippi and turn everyone there into rats (laughs) (laughs) oh that's what ratify means damn (laughs) We would have ratified Maybe that's why they ago. didn't do it. They're like, oh, we don't know. That's terrible. We don't want to be a rat. I don't want to be a rat. Well, some good news. Yeah. March 17th. Yeah. The U.S. approved the first chicken pox vaccine. Not to get political mm. <laughs> about get vaccines. It. Get it. It is called the varicella vaccine. Yeah. Also known as chicken pox vaccine is a vaccine that protects against chicken pox. Mm-hmm. Surprise. One dose prevents 95% of moderate disease and 100% of severe disease. That's awesome. Yeah. And also, if given to those who are not immune within five days of exposure, it prevents most cases of the disease. So you can even get it in an oh shit situation. Hell yeah. 
vaccinating a large portion of the population also protects those who are not vaccinated. Uh The incidence of chickenpox has been dramatically reduced from 4 million cases per year to approximately 390,000 cases per year as of 2014. That's amazing. Did you get chickenpox? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember when this happened. Well, I remember when it became more common. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I don't think when we were kids, people were getting this. I think it took a while to, like, catch on. Yeah, I think so. I feel like I had the chicken pox, I mean, right around this time. But I Oh, mean, yeah, I did, yeah. I can't remember. I mean, I remember having it mm. because I was in Girl Scouts Aww. and my mom made me be on the float in the parade, even though I didn't feel good. Aww. <laughs> and she was like, no one can see that you have chicken pox. It's like, that's not the point. I don't I care don't about. I feel good. I it's, don't. I'm not just itchy. I also feel, feel bad. Well, yeah, it makes you feel bad, but I okay. don't know. Well, this was the first time I remember thinking I've never been a person who was like I had to suffer, so others should as well. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. But I just feel like chicken pox was such like a rite of passage. Yeah, everybody got it. Yeah, like you shared it around so yeah. that you got it and then you didn't get it again. Yeah. I had it so bad. I missed two weeks of school. It was inside Blech. all of me. No. <laughs> I was in second grade. It was the most uncomfortable I've ever been. It was like down my throat. Oh my God. It was in my ears it was everywhere that's miserable yeah and my brothers are significantly younger than me i think actually my babyest brother was a baby Mm -hmm. and they both got it too on purpose yeah but they got like one each one pock (laughs) (laughs) one chicken pock i feel like it's a, a sign of how old you are too that i have a chicken pock scar on my forehead Oh, really? Yeah, because the first one that popped up, my mom thought it was a zit. Oh. And now I'm like, I was seven. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think seven-year-olds get acne. No. Anyway, I just want, I really wanted to include that so I could be like, everyone feel sorry for me. Yeah. I feel sorry for you. That's miserable. I remember like being miserable and being itchy and taking like oatmeal baths, but not that, but it wasn't inside of me. That was so bad. (laughs) It was an external disease. <laughs> As it should be. The way it was intended. I don't know what happened to you. <laughs> As God intended. <laughs> All right. Guess what else happened? Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. Like, I mean, I shouldn't be excited, but I'm a little excited. It's 
it's incredibly interesting. We're getting into the our true crime background a yes. little bit. Which I don't know if we have mentioned it in a while. Y'all may not know, but we both really like true crime podcasts. And when we thought about starting a podcast, we were like, I mean, we both like true crime. Yeah. But we were like, it's too depressing. It's too depressing. The market is too saturated. Yeah. You know, what do we have? I mean, we're funny and adorable, but like, what yeah. do we have to offer the world of true crime specifically? Right. And the, uh, this is much more fun. It's way more fun. that occasionally we are like, hey, but guess what was happening? <laughs> right. Well, so. and I think also it made me realize I don't know how people have true crime podcasts because even the fun things that we talk about, I like, I think about yeah. More often than is necessary because I have researched it. When you research yeah. something, it gets stuck in there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. No, it's too much. Like, listening to true crime sometimes is too much. Yeah, I but can't can always do it. you can at least be it. like, well, that was an hour and a half, you know, of my day or whatever. Or you can be like, I'm turning it off and I'll come back to it maybe if I feel like it. If you're yeah. researching it for, like, a thing that you have to put out in a time frame, then it's like, no, it's in there for too long and you consume too much of it. And I'm glad we didn't do that. Me too. So... It would have been even more depressed than during March Sadness. Yup. <laughs> well, so anyway. So anyway, True Crime Corner. Yeah. On March 20th, 1995, members of the Japanese cult Om Shinrikyo released sarin gas on three lines of the Tokyo subway, killing 13 people and injuring over a thousand. So let me tell you about Om Shinrikyo. Tell me about Om Shinrikyo. <laughs> it's a syncretic belief system that draws upon Shoko Asahara's idiosyncratic interpretations of elements of early Indian Buddhism and Tibetan Buddhism, as well as Hinduism, taking Shiva as the main image of worship. It also incorporates Christian millennialist ideas, the theory and practice of yoga, and the writings of Nostradamus. What a fun mixed bag of religion you've got there, Shoko. Yeah, it just, he really was like, "Mm, I like this piece. Mm, Let me have this. He went to the religion buffet (laughs) and just filled up his plate. (laughs) Yes. Oh, none of that, please. Thank you. He, Asahara claimed that he sought to restore, quote unquote, original Buddhism, but employed Christian millennialist rhetoric. In 1992, Asahara published a foundational book declaring himself to be Christ, Japan's only fully enlightened master, as well as identifying himself as the Lamb of God. His purported mission was to take upon himself the sins of the world, and he claimed he could transfer spiritual power to his followers and ultimately take away their sins and bad deeds. Well, that's so nice of him. I don't think that that's what he was trying to do. Oh. You mean he lied? (laughs) Just with the dead bodies and the oil drums and things. Yeah. I just don't feel like that that's what he was trying to do <laughs> it just yeah it, it's sending mixed signals yeah it sounds like he didn't even a lot of you know i feel like sometimes at least cults start out with good intentions oh yeah and then their leaders go a little bit crazy a, a little bit i don't think this guy did that no he started out crazy yeah he was like <laughs> and everyone's like uh-huh. oh okay bad intentions yeah So, Asahara described a final conflict culminating in a nuclear Armageddon, borrowing the term from the Book of Revelation. Humanity would end, except for the elite few who joined Om. Om's mission was not only to spread the word of salvation, but also to survive these end times. Asahara predicted the gathering at Armageddon would happen in 1997. In his lectures, Shoko Asahara referred to the United States as the Beast from the Book of Revelation predicting it would eventually attack Japan. 
Asahara outlined a doomsday prophecy, which included a third world war instigated by the U.S., which, you know, the Cold War had just ended. So this probably felt very plausible at the time. Yeah. Especially considering World War II. (sighs) Yes. I know that you and I have just learned so much about that. So much that I didn't want to know about how atomic bombs affect the human body. Yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. I'll pass. None of that, please. (laughs) Here at the World War Buffet. At the Religion Buffet. No, No, thank you. Thank you. So Aum Shinrikyo justified its violence through its own unique interpretation of Buddhist ideas and doctrines. Aum claimed that by bringing about the end of the world, they would restore Shobo? Okay. I guess that's how you would say it. Yeah. It's also known as the Age of the Right Dharma, which is the first thousand years during which the Buddha's disciples are able to uphold the Buddhist teaching. Okay. So that's what he is trying to get back to. I guess there's three phases of Shobo. No. Shobo is the first phase. Okay. There are three phases of whatever. Yeah, Buddha. There are three phases. There are three of them. (laughs) And the first one was when (laughs) people could actually be good. And I guess in whatever phase we're in, people, no matter how hard they try, cannot follow all of the teachings. Oh, well, damn. I know. Why am I trying so hard? I mean, I ain't trying at all. Time to steal. (laughs) So Asahara interpreted the Tibetan Buddhist concept of fawa, which is the practice of conscious dying or enlightenment without meditation, Hmm. which is like meditating so much that you die basically (laughs) like you sever your consciousness from your body oh it's like a really enlightened thing to do i suppose yeah i don't know but he used is it forever i don't think so i would like to remove myself from my body occasionally yeah just every now and then yeah i wonder if you could just like go and then your body would keep doing stuff that would be great. I think it's called disassociating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's all they were doing. Yeah. <laughs> but he used this concept to claim that by killing someone contrary to the group's aims, they're actually preventing them from accumulating bad karma. Oh. And thus saving them. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> they're bleeding out. You're welcome. You're so welcome. I'm doing this for you, actually. You can't even be good. We're not even in the right phase. Just get. Yeah. Let me you don't want you the bad this- karma that (laughs) so with all of that in mind on the morning of march 20th 1995 all members released a binary chemical weapon most closely chemically similar to sarin in a coordinated attack on five trains in the tokyo subway system killing 13 commuters seriously injuring 54 and affecting 980 more Mm -hmm. some estimates claim as many as 6,000 people were injured by the sarin yeah because it like really affected people's eyeballs and yeah. they like, couldn't see well for a long time mm-hmm. which is just rude so gross prosecutors allege that asahara was tipped off by an insider about planned police raids on cult facilities and he ordered an attack in central tokyo to divert police attention away from the group mm. the attack backfired mm-hmm. surprise and police conducted huge simultaneous raids on cult compounds across the country yeah, if you're trying to be like, no, don't look at us, this cult over here, maybe don't um, bring commit atrocities in the name of the occult. To yourself. Yeah, man, just start shoving the bad stuff in a closet so that when the police show up, you can be like, bye What? We're just hanging out. We're just ma- making popcorn, man, and watching Tall Tale. <laughs> right, <laughs> we're just... came out. 
doing some yoga, my dude. You know, like, what's up? Do you want to see me levitate off the ground? I'm really good at it. <laughs> Let me just sever your consciousness real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so over the next week, the full scale of Om's activities were revealed for the first time. At the cult's headquarters, police found explosives, chemical weapons, and a Russian military helicopter. Oh. There were stockpiles of chemicals that could be used for producing enough sarin to kill four million people. Yikes. Police also found laboratories to manufacture drugs such as LSD, methamphetamine, and a crude form of truth serum. They also found a safe containing millions of U.S. dollars in cash and gold. And also prison cells containing prisoners. Oh, neat. For for what? Buddha. They're just getting around to saving those people from their own sinful ways. I mean, if he's the only one that can do it, I guess he needs time. Oh, yeah. He's it like, probably takes just... time to do each one. I've got lunch. <laughs> and then I've got all the levitating. i got to levitate. Um, The sarin then, thing. Oh, the sarin thing. That's going to take up like a whole day. And then there's like a run and stimpy marathon <laughs> that I really would like to see. I gotta t- I'm got i taking a cooking class next Thursday. Yeah, I will so. get to you. <laughs> Just hang out, man. And your sins. Have some LSD. (laughs) (laughs) So the reasons why a small circle of mostly senior OM members committed atrocities and the extent of personal involvement by Asahara remain unclear, although several theories have attempted to explain these events. In response to the prosecution's charge that Asahara ordered the subway attacks to distract authorities, the defense maintained that Asahara was not aware of the events, pointing to his deteriorating health. Mm. he's absorbing all those sins yeah he doesn't feel good yeah shortly after his arrest asahara abandoned his post as organization's leader and maintained silence afterward refusing to communicate even with lawyers and family members he has family members yep don't you just think of people like this as like being is he calling his mom you know like who does he talk like mom are his family just like chat i got in trouble for the it was not even that big of a deal. It wasn't 13 people, okay? That's not a lot. I meant for it to be a lot more than that, and it yeah. didn't work, so... I, I got enough for 4 million people at home, okay? So... If I recall correctly, this one was the one where most of the people in this group had no idea what was going on, right? Like, yeah. Most people who belonged to Om Shinrikyo were just like, we are just a Buddhist group. Yes. And then it, there were like... But it was the people up a top. A handful of people, yeah, who knew yeah. what was happening. They were real. kind of doing the thing on... A little on a di- in a different path, they're doing the thing where they're trying to bring on the end times. Yeah, you know they're trying to like set it in motion mm-hmm. in the same way that the Manson family yeah. was trying to bring on like a war, right? So they could be in charge. Sure, I don't know. I just I think it's super interesting for a lot of reasons. I always think cults are interesting. Yeah, but I also think Om Shinrikyo is really fun to say. It is. And, and so is Shoka Asahara. It is. It's I just know. fun. They're just good words. Yeah. Um, Om Shinrikyo. Shinrikyo means ultimate truth, supreme truth. Yeah. It means supreme truth, but Om just means like the the hum of the world, basically. Like, um, like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Like, Om. Yeah. That's just nice. Hum supreme truth. <laughs> yeah. It's, not, it's nice to say, unfortunately. Not nice. No, not nice to do. To do. They've changed their name now to Aleph, mm-hmm. A-L-E-P-H. Yeah, because, yeah, they're still around. Yeah. Which is crazy. All although the... not with the same people. No, because they were all executed. Recently. Yeah, like last 
couple years. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like, not that long ago. Well, because... Took them a while. Yeah, they kept appealing and stuff like that. And I think, if I remember, Japan hadn't executed anybody in a long time, but they were like, yeah. we're making an exception for you because you suck so much. Yeah. I yeah, could be wrong on that. But like I think, the terrorist yeah. angle is <laughs> pretty shitty. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know what? I mean, well, they're killing people too, but it's like, for the most part, do whatever you want. Right, yeah. But like, come on, man. We're just trying to get to work. We're just trying to go home. Yeah. Just trying to buy groceries. I'm just thinking about what's for dinner. Leave me alone. I'm not in your little weird group. I know. Yeah, I do think that that's something really interesting that happens with people in cults is like, you're so isolated and your group is so insular that yeah. you forget about just the real world, the the mundane real world yeah you start to think that like everything is culminating in this huge final day Mm -hmm. it's like nah man i'm just trying to eat some corn dogs (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah that's the supreme truth corn dogs yeah (laughs) um is the microwave um heating up them corn dogs beep (laughs) just kidding put those in the oven love yourself enough yeah to take the time to put them in the oven. You're worth it. Don't microwave your pizza. What do they call those? Little P- big um, pizza guys? Pizza rolls. Don't microwave your pizza rolls. Or as Hot Toast calls them, pizza pillows. Bake them. Because you're worth it. Or put them in the air fryer. Also good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just don't don't microwave them. You deserve <laughs> better than like soggy. They could just can be better. Anyway, that's all that happened in the history of the world in March of 1995. You know, some world records, some vaccines some sarin gas you know pretty chill pretty chill (laughs) let's go be olympic level hop skip jumpers i mean i think i could do it (laughs) it's not the hop that's hard it's the land i think the skip part would be hard because well the jump part would be hard because you're doing the skip before it sounds like you have to jump from one foot i think you do that's hard yeah. To jump with any sort of distance from one foot. Yeah, without... I mean, I guess you get a running start. I don't know. Yeah, and a hopping start. A hopping start. I don't like it. <laughs> have to hop. It sounds really hard. You get three hops, and that's it. That's it. <laughs> I don't know. What a goofy time. What was a goofy time. Hey, if you want to tell us what you were doing in March of 1995, come find us on the internet. Uh, the best place to find us is on Instagram at Replay Rewind Podcast. We will see that message and we will respond. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty promptly. Yeah, usually. I don't have anything better to do with my life. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just addicted to my phone. <laughs> um, you can also email us Replay Rewind Podcast at gmail dot com. You can try your luck with Tumblr, but I'm not always over there as often. Replay Rewind Podcast dot tumblr dot com. You know how it goes. Yeah. You can check out all of our other episodes. Apple. Spotify, not Stitcher, I guess, for very much longer because they're done. Yeah, that's so weird. They said, no, thank you. I got an email the other day that was like, hey, just so you know, end of August, we're out. Uh, it's weird that nobody just bought them. Yeah. So there's a lot of shit on there. Yeah. But, so, okay. and they had like premium accounts, at least for a little while. Who yeah. Knows, they're gone. So we're over there for now. Yeah. One last thing to worry about for not us. Not for much longer. <laughs> but anyway, you know, wherever you're listening to us now or if you have a preferred pod app go check it out over there see if we're on there um you can also get cool fun bonus episodes over on our patreon.com slash replay rewind podcast we'll send you a sticker we'll shout out your name on the show there's all kinds of stuff over there we used to do this thing where we would like mash up two movies and make a new movie that was a good time 
we I sometimes kind of that now. Yeah, well, you know, there's no rules. We can do it again. Um, sometimes we cover a movie that is not for children. This month we will be doing Twister. Twister. And our very good friend Ghostbutt is going to come and be on the episode, hopefully, barring the unforeseen. So check that out over there. Yeah. And if you want to buy individual bonus episodes or individual bonus items, go check out our coffee page, ko-fi slash replay Rewind podcast, whatever. Should be. Sure, just I'm search. Sure. You, you got. You'll figure it out. You're yeah. smart. You you are smart. <laughs> um, if you don't want to support us financially, I get it. Times is hard. The best thing you can do is like and subscribe and send our episodes to other people or subscribe the weird dude in the bar. I was gonna say, we'll if anybody it. asks for your number, just subscribe them to our podcast. Yep, they'll appreciate it, and we'll appreciate it. And then they'll get to this part of the episode and be like, "Damn it, I've been had." <laughs> in the meantime. Stay fresh, cheese bags. And don't forget to reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, and rewind. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.